All right, let's go. Let's get ooky and or spooky. <laughs> it's January. It is too early for Halloween. Well, I, I think, honestly, like, the, the spookiness of Halloween, this is more like the grim reality of their current world. This is episode 551 of Southpaws. Dick-waving for dummies. <laughs> we live in Texas, and it's real dumb down here. It's not great. It's not. It's really not. It, um... Yeah. It's ridiculous people in power that are doing stupid things while we're over here in Dallas trying to just live our fucking lives yep. and deal with, like, you know, family medical emergencies and other such bullshit, and this guy's waving his dick at the government, and I'm like, what do you want, an armed standoff? You know, I, I think, honestly, Biden just needs to nationalize everybody in the state and roll them out of Fort Cavazos and pay the capital a visit. Be like, oh, sounds like you're doing some insurrecting, Jack. <laughs> Supreme Court rules that, you know, presidents are absolutely immune, and suddenly SEAL Team 6 goes and drops his ass off a <laughs> boat in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. Puts on the sunglasses. Just call he, me Brandon. He he's licking ice caps cream. The he fucking just, governor. No, he just kicks <laughs> him off the edge of a boat in the middle of the Gulf <laughs> while licking ice cream. Right. Dark Brandon's gonna get his chunk of flesh. It's been so weird because, like, I've not been paying attention to it super hard because it's like, it's all this arcane bullshit and dick-waving. Or it's like, oh, are we, like, trying to start a civil war? There's all this other shit going on. It's like, man, I've got real problems going on in my actual life. I don't know Mm -hmm. what's going on over here. Like, Dad's back in the fucking hospital again. My shit's going, zoop, back to being like, ah, I've got to focus on family stuff now. Yeah. That hopefully is not going to be a big deal. He was having mm. some issues, and, like, today, my mom was like, oh, yeah, he's not going to get to come home. He's going to be having surgery Monday. And I'm like, what the fuck? But it's just because they want to do a biopsy, but the spot they're doing a biopsy is close to other organs, and they're not going to... They want to be able to look at the thing they're biopsying rather than, like, trying to get it with a needle. Yeah. I mean, it's imminently correct and very smart for them to do that, but <laughs> when she's dropped this news in this afternoon, I was like, oh, fuck! Yeah, um, it's like what now? Yeah, so thankfully, it's just yeah. You know, when your parents are nearly seventy, this shit happens. God, are they? Really? I mean, I guess they're time. Both sixty-eight. Okay, yeah. See, I remember them as younger, but then also like I forget that time passes and people that you don't see on a regular basis, funny yeah. enough, continue to age yeah. when they're out of your sight. We've known each other for 20 years. Oh, God. So, you know. <laughs> Your parents aren't in their 50s anymore? No, Shit. unfortunately not. <laughs> you know, when she jokes that she's 29 and I'm 40, what the hell? Right? <laughs> that math doesn't add up. That, that dog won't hunt. No. But no, like, now that we're back from FC, it's just like, all right, ramping up for the next one. I got Harmony Con this next week, so that's mm-hmm. going to be at the Hyatt. It's grown enough to be where Fiesta was and Siesta is. Mm-hmm. But then also I'm meeting up with our, basically our inventory quartermaster tomorrow to pick up things so I can start doing updates on PlayStations 4 and I have to get my right. PlayStation 5 yeah. because Fiesta's coming up. It's like, like less than 60 days out now. Like, yeah, you got to get all that shit updated and installed. I'm going to have to like $500 of software bullshit, probably more. Right, yeah. To... Because, you know, Tekken 8's out now, and Mortal Kombat 1 is out, Street Fighter 6. Gotta get the new season passes for Guilty Gear Strive. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna buy that many copies. I'm Maybe one or two of MK. It's not super popular, and it's also, like, 
M-rated. Mm-hmm. I don't. And that's I, the one that Bridget Guilty Gear is in, right? No, that's Guilty Gear. Not. That's what I meant. Guilty Gear Strive. Yes, Bridget Guilty Gear is in Guilty Gear, and she is. Uh, <laughs> she's out and available. Actually, she came out right before Fiesta last year, so oh, people okay. had the opportunity to play with Bridget at the con and. Cool, I cool. don't know what the current characters are being added in Strive, if any, but, you know, it's it's a fun game and people play it a lot. So, you know, whatever. Free Fighter 6, hell yeah. Tekken 8 looks very, very pretty. It's PS5 only, so like, I'm going to probably... Do we have PS5s now for TFF? Yes. So okay. I have mine, and then Pesty's purchasing one, and then I had four in my budget, so we'll have a total of six. Okay, cool, cool. Like, I'm going to buy a copy of Grand Blue Fantasy Versus Rising. and I hadn't heard of that one. Yeah, it's an anime bullshit. Like, even an old head like me is sort of Mortal Kombat, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, it's a very pretty anime bullshit fighting game. Okay. And so that's, that's like, the next big thing. So I've got HarmonyCon coming up, but also I have all the final prep to do before Fiesta. So it's like, ooh, it's ramping up. And, of course, then we're doing prep for anthrocon at this point yeah so like, like the never ends man we're, we're getting up on top of when we're going to be able to get hotel rooms and suddenly it was like shit you know need to make sure i add my assistants and you know so i can put names on rooms and i've got to quote malcolm tucker i've got a to-do list longer than a fucking leonard cohen song nice there's just so much to do all at once and yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean at least that ramp up is nice you know it's like yeah we're yeah doing our fucking best here like ac is so far ahead of a lot of cons like mm-hmm. dealer acceptance stuff was wrapped up i don't remember if it was yeah, early this month done. or last year well ac's announcements of letting people know that they got tables was during fc oh okay all right like, yeah the the like this is went a, out like the Friday morning that vending started. I think this is a con that takes place over July Fourth weekend. So like to know that we have a table and we have the tables we requested like six months before the convention happens is great. Oh yeah. Some cons have a much shorter lead time than that, and it's all a bit panicky in when 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 we get to planning how our presentation is going to be, but. No, a- AC has always been really good and really together in their den staff. Shout out to the den staff if anyone happened to be listening. Yeah. Um, but I'm always, I'm always very happy with how Anthrocon goes. It, it, it's been a con. It's been running a long time, and it really does run like a wild oil machine. Yeah, you they know. know what they're doing there. That is on the books, too. You know, We're trying yep. to get all the rooms situated. We're just getting as much done as we can. Um, yeah. But in the meantime, it's just like... Surviving to the next week, it's getting a HarmonyCon prep, figuring out how I'm going to do that, and getting ready for Fiesta, and having to worry about that. Because I mean, you know, we're we're planning big things. Like I'm hoping that my little chat with the guys last week bears fruit in mm-hmm. terms of special events at the con nice. for Fiesta and possibly for Siesta. Because I talked to the talked to Pesty, the con chair of Siesta, this evening. <laughs> they brought me peppers. Oh, so okay. So I was going to dehydrate them. They got they, they saved some... Wait, uh, the peppers or Pesty? They got some scotch bonnets that they wanted me to dehydrate <laughs> for them so I could bring it to them 
on Sunday. I was just like, Pesty, you're looking a little moist there. Can I dehydrate you? Yeah, let me dry you out. We're going to do the opposite of moisturize you. I'm a fucking liquid vampire. Suck the liquid out of everyone and just leave a husk behind. They call me the dehydrator. I sneak into your room at night and I suck up all the water into your CPAP. (laughs) That reminds me, I need to message Panther because, like, we made a sourdough loaf. Oh. Ball, and I'm not sure if he wanted to bake it or if he forgot about it because after we made it and Pesky came over, we got distracted and then we ate dinner. I'm sorry for your loss because that thing has now just grown now and, 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 and eaten Adam. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit, yeah. <laughs> we got one of those uh, Ursula Vernon ass sourdough Bob starters. the sourdough starter. God damn yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> man. And Adam had such a good run, too. <laughs> it was very funny though like last night he ate his last jerky mm-hmm. that he had and then he acted like i was the biggest monster in the universe because he didn't get one with his breakfast this morning oh god he doesn't actually know where it comes from just that you dispense it yeah <laughs> and he knows that actually he knows that they live in the cabinet under the sink <laughs> he doesn't open the door he hasn't ever gotten into it himself the moment he figures it out like I'm fucked because he'll, like, I'll have to put him in a different spot. Right. But, and then he'll eat four pounds of jerky at once and explode. But, you know, I get this $45 bag of jerky and, like, I come back and he's sitting at the patio window waiting for me to get back. I set it on the thing and he sees it. He knows what that bag is. He immediately, like, jumps up, puts his paws on the glass and, like... Licking his lips like, oh my god, full lags, like super excited. That's so... Uh, so he got jerky and he's happy with that. He just knows that he is owed these jerkies and by god, if I don't have it, that is the worst thing. Because he mm-hmm. just sits at my feet and whines. He's, eat- he's like, I ate my food. I deserve my jerky. <laughs> Dogs. Yeah. Yeah, we did have a couple of like vague talks because you found something on Blue Sky Fuzz that was incredibly <laughs> fucked up. Uh, yeah, uh, that's all I know about the situation is that one skeet. Uh, so the skeet is as follows. This is from Bo Thompson, Social. I almost never go on Sitter to share anything, but this is too fascinating not to. A game has announced its global launch and shutdown in the same post. That's where the industry is at. That's how made up the math governing the game dev industry is for many companies right now. So, this is a screen cap of a Twitter post from Love Live School Idol Festival 2 Miracle Live! Exclamation point. Global launch notice. We are excited to break the news to you that the global version of Love Live School Idol Festival 2 Miracle Live, let's add some more fucking words to the name here, (laughs) is launching soon in February 2024. However... We also want to inform you that the global version will close its doors on May 31st, 2024 (laughs) and cease in-app purchases accordingly. We appreciate the love and support you've shown and we've committed to making these last few months an unforgettable moment. I hope this game doesn't rely on, like, a connection to a server to exist. Well, it does. It's a mobile game. Oh, shit. The thing is, it's a game that's been out in Japan for, like, a year. Oh, okay. So they're finally making the global version, which will then shut down more or less immediately. Because Love Live yeah. is not as huge as it is in the States as it is in Japan. And this is actually really common with Japanese mobile games. They run for like a year and that's it. 
Kim Kardashian's superstar running for a decade, or Pokemon Go going into its seventh year, is actually an extreme anomaly. Oh, I like, didn't know that. Most mobile games get shut down pretty, like, within a year or two. Just to save the server space and the bandwidth? Well, basically, they're like, well, the, this line is not going up as much, and this line is going down. So they try to suck as much money out of the whales as they can, mm. and then they shut down the game. My little idle clicker game, Idle Champions, is starting to go into that latter phase. Mm. Like, they've added all the characters from, well, a bunch of the characters from Baldur's Gate 3. Huh. But also now they're adding like the kid characters from the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, like for, the, the next, one for the eighties. Yeah. Oh, like the the next character they're adding to the game is the wizard kid. <laughs> we have a really weird collection of IPs, so fuck it, put them in a box, shake it. Here are the characters going into yeah, this well, game. I mean, this is the game that has like Drizzto Erden. It has a bunch of characters from various actual plays. It's got. Characters from novels that are no longer canon because they were like fourth edition novels <laughs> because they came out like five years ago. Our new character announcement, fucking Bluey. Bluey's yeah. in the game yeah. now. <laughs> if they ever did a and d episode of Bluey, you know, sure, why not? But like they, they had added uh, the DM, the dungeon master from the 80s cartoon as their 100th character. Then they added a bunch of other characters and then Baldur's Gate 3 came out. They've added, you know, those guys have... Carlac and Lazale and Asterion and a few of the other, a few of those guys. Expected Captain Caveman. Now they're doing the D and D cartoon kids, alternating those kids with. That's the, a fucking deep cut, man. Yeah, it really it's is. Like people our age might remember that, but. <laughs> well, they're also coming up on like the 50th anniversary of D and D this year. Oh, so they're really they're pushing the D and D stuff hard. Gotcha. Um, but they're also raising prices on certain things, and the seasons are getting worse. So people are kind of like, "Oh, you're kind of going in the same route like Pokemon Go is, where they're like, hey, you can give us five dollars a month if you want to,' and all these special events that used to be free are now like two dollars to participate in the ticket or whatever. Mm. So it's it's shitification. That's a word uh, I've heard a lot lately. Yes, but it really is. Was it like the word of the year last year or something? Probably like Cory Doctor those... came up with it, and it yeah. really is visible across a lot of spectrums. It's one of those words that just sort of, yeah, it's like one of those German words that perfectly describes a complex topic in a single word. You know it when you fucking see it, man. Well, like, I mean, it's like you're looking at a lot of these. The mobile, the game industry itself mm-hmm. is going through a crippling round of layoffs, like. 50, like 6,000 people have lost their jobs this month. Like Microsoft just announced that 1,900 people yeah. laid off across Activision Blizzard. Riot Games just killed off a whole bunch of their uh, Runeterra side game series. They put out six like mm-hmm. indie games yep. in the League of Legends universe. Then they just killed that entire studio. So I, I follow several people who work in the industry as I, you know, some kind of creative like they're either on the software side or they're on like the the writing side and stuff like that and some of them will retweet when other people in the industry put out their message of hey i was caught up in x layoff here are my qualifications if anybody hears anything so like i see a lot of these messages go out and like i'm you know i'm not employed in the game industry but i'm just like 
holy fuck, man. This affects so many people. Well, and, like, I saw some furry today that got retweeted by somebody on my timeline. They're like, yo, peep the bio, and it's a screen cap that says X-Blizzard because they got caught in the layoffs. God. Well, and the fucking yeah. thing, too, is that, like, Remap Radio is the podcasting group that basically coalesced after that group got laid off from fucking Vice. Mm. And there's like a segment each week to be like, how many folks lost their jobs? And they's like, guess what? It never fucking ends. Like, this industry's fucked up, and it's not getting any better. And then you also have, like I said, you know, the stuff, the mobile games, the stuff. Like, Sega did a thing where, like, New Game Plus is a standard feature in a lot of these RPGs. Uh-huh. You can restart the game on a higher difficulty with the resources and experience, so you go to higher levels. Okay. And they've changed it so that now to do get the new game plus, you have to pay, have to pay $20 as part of an ex- a DLC. To fucking flip a toggle into software, yeah, right? This is like, you know, back in the day, $5 horse armor was a fucking joke, and now... Twenty fucking dollars to get a new game plus for uh, like a dragon infinite wealth. That's nuts. I I have some yakuza fans who are losing their shit over this. Mm -hmm. Understandably so. Yeah. Because you know they're like, hey, this is one of my games. I'd love to replay this, but they want me to pay twenty fucking dollars extra to for this feature that was already there. Yeah. In Pokemon Go. This event used to be free. Now it's a two dollar. This is charge. like that one car company trying to charge a monthly fee for their heated seats to work. Tesla to unlock "quote unquote" extended range on their batteries. It's basically updated software. Are you serious? I'm not. Oh, I didn't even know about that one. That's Tesla does this shit. Well, Tesla's BMW piece does of shit. This anyway, shit. Mercedes does this shit. Cas car as a service. Mercedes was like, "Hey, guess what? We've come up with this great idea for our 2024 car lineup." We're going to be able to let you show off your NFTs on your dashboard oh, screen. Yeah, I saw it, and the accompanying post about it was talking about how, hey, it takes companies a few years to roll out new features. And it really highlights how short-lived a bubble NFTs were. The In 2020 fucking four, Mercedes is like, you could put your NFTs on your dashboard, and it's like, why the fuck would I do that? Also, like, our van, you've you've seen it when we were driving, has the ability to display images uh-huh. when you've got the navigation stuff in there. And NFT is a fucking JPEG. Yeah. Like, our van, without special NFT-enabled software, I could have a fucking Dirty Ape, or what's it called? Uh, whatever. Whatever. Right. Board ape. I could have a board ape. Dirty apes, the, the AD one. I could have a board ape JPEG on the fucking van screen if I wanted to. I, I fucking don't. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking sad because he's an incel and no one will touch it. It's, it's like these companies uh, are like, oh, we're going to do AI now. Because previously Square Enix was like, we're going to go into fucking NFTs and that went nowhere. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, we're going to start going using AI in some of our game development. It's like, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. No. And that co- that coincides with a lot of these layoffs. They're like, we don't need you anymore. We'll just get ChatGPT or MidJourney to write us up some fantasy bullshit. And we're going to use this to write stories. And we're going to use that to automate designs. And it's like, no. You, you're going to just turn it into a fucking sludge game. Yeah. and uh, At least they're not doing it in Final Fantasy as far as we know yet. This may just be a personal like, opinion, but I've heard other people express similar to AI artwork 
just looks like shit. Yeah. It it all looks very samey. It all has this, it's hard to pin down. It's like an uncanny valley effect where it all has a weird sort of unfinished, like to me, I think it's melting. It's plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can tell, or I can tell when something is AI just at a fucking glance, especially because like we've banned AI art in the telegram chat. Mm -hmm. Like, don't post this shit that's just not kosher. And other chats, like, just that are just like art channels or whatever, mm. haven't. And it's just, it's all samey bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. even when they, they're like, okay, we want it in this one artist's style, it just looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it'll be the same three, four repeated poses, like, badly drawn paws and this that and the other and it's just not good it seems like a lot of them also look like a vomit of lisa frank style too sometimes like i've seen that a lot rich motherfuckers making things worse for everybody else because they want another golden toilet yeah while actual creative people are losing their fucking jobs and getting laid off because lion has to go up forever because capitalism fucking sucks like Yay, yeah, we made it to the capitalism fucking sucks stage, and we're only twenty minutes in. There we go. Like, and I, I think I've said this before. Like, there are legitimate applications of large language models in this kind of technology, but not in the creative field. Yeah, you know, you want to be able to analyze a fuck ton of data and create a model in long-term projections. There's just some talk about using this and things like insurance, like for risk analysis. Uh-huh. Be like, you know, what's the probability of this company operating in Florida having a catastrophic hurricane-related disaster or something? And, you know, Pretty high. Yeah, and they could, like, they theoretically with, like, a, like a, la- a large model with all the correct data on that company's operations and weather patterns and the history of claims in that area they might be able to project a you know a decent idea and be like well your rate is going to be this because you scored fuck your company on the on the risk model yeah um like shit like that shit like the like we're talking about before with like uh, climate change mapping out weather patterns for meteorology this is actually very useful these huge data models of climate with all the weather data that we have had since we started collecting data like 100 years ago or whatever. But where it is absolutely not appropriate, I feel, is anything creative. The create Any creative pursuit. Art, movies, writing, music, music video games. Well, I mean... Some video games, I guess, because they did do like a lot of the in betweening. Well, like generative AI. Like, yeah. Okay, so but, like procedural generation of roguelikes where you, they we you know roll a seed every time. That's one thing. Yeah. It's another thing to use AI to make your textures and your text and your animations. Right. Like and like all your character dialogue and shit like that that appears on the screen. I don't want that to be AI generated. I want yeah. a writer to have done that who knows how to write the way people talk and you know it's narratively satisfying the same as a book or a screenplay yeah like if Um, you're aggregating the sludge all together to spit out a story it's not going to be nearly as impactful if you have a writer with a firm idea in their mind yeah like humans were not are not designed and do not have the purpose i feel of 
just corporate drudgery to make the line go up. Like, I feel that humans are probably best utilized in creative pursuits. We're creative species. We're a curious species. I mean, hence, like, they're going to space shit and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and, like, all the research. And, like, we talked about a paleontologist earlier. And I feel like those pursuits are where, like, humans should be. Like, we should ideally be vibing and focusing on our passions, whichever yeah. that may be. Like, honestly, and, the but trying be, to, you know, TNG Star Trek. Yeah. But instead, we're doing it flipped. We're trying to automate the passions. We're trying to have computer pictures, computer-written books, computer-created movies and shit like that. And and just so that you can focus more on your... Don't bother trying to learn to paint and spending, you know, thousands of hours perfecting a skill. No, no, no. We need you to be in the office 40 hours a week pressing buttons. So here is this tool where you could just type in what you want and a computer will shit it out and you can act like you created it. And I'm like, that's that's wrong. That is completely fucking backwards, man. The people with the money are trying to force this and it yeah, probably won't yeah. work just the same as NFT. I, and Bitcoin. And um, I really fucking hope the bubble bursts on this bullshit the same way it did with Bitcoin and NFTs. Well, because this also leans into the, you know, LLMs and image generation models causing creating infinite crime because like yeah you can like these AIs can make deep fakes of individuals uh-huh it makes stuff that qualifies as actual CSAM like it can right yeah and I've heard that when you have and some models actually do have that in the data set so you know a further reason not to use it in your anything yeah but also you like, scrape the internet it's going to be in there I mean, it's bad enough that Twitter is fucking infested with shitloads of ultra-illegal stuff, but also, like, they don't have a trust and safety team that takes down deepfakes of billionaires like Taylor Swift. Yeah. I only heard about the Taylor Swift thing, like, yesterday. Yeah. And apparently the AI thing of her was created a while ago, but it's hitting the news now because she's suing them. Yeah. It was up for like 18 hours before the Swifties mass reported into oblivion. Right. So for those that don't know, someone created an an AI deepfake of Taylor Swift nude. And I don't know if it was a picture or a video or what she I, was I doing, know, but, but I know that it was done and like, you know, it's bad enough And it's some done people are to... apparently saying, "Who cares? She's rich." And it's like she's a person. Yeah. And no one should have their I would say privacy invaded, but it wasn't even a real picture, you know? Yeah, but you don't need that kind of reputational hit when it's like, hey, this AI generated you sucking a dude's cock and it's not your boyfriend. Ooh, we're going to cause trouble now. TMZ, get on top of it. Well, yeah. it's it's fucked up because this type of revenge porn exists across the board. Right. But, but now you can just make it up. Yeah. And like, sure... The one advantage that uh, Taylor Swift has is that she is very fucking well known, and it's going to be really looked at whether it's real or not, and it's very, it's going to be very apparent that it isn't. But if you're just Jane Doe and your shitty ex boyfriend is like, I'm going to ruin my ex's life and fucking deep fakes you, you're not well known enough to have like 
been on magazine covers and have 8 million pictures all over the place. Everyone in the world doesn't know what your face looks like, right? Yeah. So it's going to be a hell of a lot easier to create a convincing fake and be like, yeah, this is totally her, you know, sucking off somebody else or whatever. Yeah. AI on its face is bad, but now it's like actively being used for evil. Like, unambiguous, we are doing this to hurt other people bullshit. And so, like, that makes it worse. Honestly, the fact that Midjourney has told the courts, like, well, we if we had to actually pay to license this shit, we couldn't do it. Well, that oh, means you I thought it was OpenAI. It doesn't matter. It's all them. But, yeah, no, it's true. If your business model is this won't work unless we steal shit, that uh, unless you're literally, like, just a thief and that's your business, like, that's not going to fucking work. That's not a sustainable business yeah. and like i i really hope the courts are, are just sort of like oh you're right but you have a lot of money so yeah we're gonna just let you steal shit other thing too is that like this is a major blind spot in actual legislation you know they're more concerned about yeah, like yeah. we gotta keep them transits from pissing in public and other such nonsense when, like, actual harmful stuff, like, hey, these people are making deep fakes of children in high school and ruining their lives and causing people to kill themselves. Which, I don't have, like, an example of that, but I'm sure that kind of shit's already happened. No, no, yeah. Like, I can think it, of, like, what evil if you fucking deep, a teenager gonna do. Deep fake leak, like, a 16-year-old naked, there is a real good chance that they will be bullied into suicide. Yeah. Like, never mind the fact that the person making it has created an ultra crime that kid is also going to have their shit ruined yeah it's literally evil like maybe an adult is able to shake it off in a few years but like at that point in your life shit is so fucked you know oh, yeah it's just also just under the hood it is poor people overseas being paid fucking nothing to make changes and corrections on the ai back end uh-huh. Like, there are whole teams of people that will, like, will be testing the AI. Like, ask chat GPT a question or to say something or to type a sentence and the, about a thing. And then it types it out and it has obvious grammatical errors or, you know, just obviously this is not how people speak. And then the people have to go in there and correct it to update the algorithm or the database or whatever so that to improve the language model like amazon has a mechanical turk uh. that people can sign up to do any people in the states do this uh seeing an interview uh with a woman that was doing this and it's like i, I could actually say it's backbreaking work because <laughs> it's like you have to be chained to your fucking office chair every day if you walk away for a minute for a piss and there's like uh, like a high level, oh, I'm going to get eight cents for this task instead of three. And she has like all these home automation, like alarms and stuff like that. So when like a really high level one comes in, she could fucking literally drop what she's doing and get back to her computer and grab it before another person on the system takes it. And that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, like, and a lot of this quote unquote automation, like you said, it's reliant upon like, third world countries mm-hmm. uh, a lot I, I think the story was like oh this 
automated food delivery process. Can you give it and the robot drives to your house? No, it's... It's literally a guy with a joystick. In fucking, like, Uganda and Google Maps. Right. That's it. Like, there's there's no robot. There's no AI. It's some poor third world dude. It's a dude in, like... India, the Philippines, Singapore, whatever. They they want it. American tech companies want it to look magical and seamless on the surface and make you think this is all the computer. This all just fucking happens because our technology is so smart and advanced now. But it is all built on the backs of the poor worldwide. AI bad. AI bad. Yeah, that's that, that's yeah, my controversial stance. Yeah, it's it's fucking <laughs> things up for a lot of people and like the game industry is the biggest one, but also like voice actors and like SAG AFTRA cutting mm-hmm. a deal with this voice actors to do AI like allow their voices to be managed by this one AI company so that they lose out on roles in, you know, small games. Yeah, um I remember telling you about this a while ago. There's a uh a uh, deceased actor uh, who died a few years ago, I think like 2014 or something like that. And they were like, hey, would you like to have this actor who was really legendary and had a really amazing voice read your novel? Well, his estate um, authorized us to create an AI. So they just shoved all of the recordings that they had of his voice over like a 40 or 50 year acting career uh, and he also narrated a lot of books when he was alive. So the, throw all that in there. You probably have him inflecting most possible words or could be extracted somehow. And now you can just pay to have your book narrated by this well-known actor who is no longer with us. And yeah. that just seems gruesome. Yeah, it's not going to sound right. And it's going to require, you're still going to have to have some other person tweaking this shit. Like, some other person is going to be paid less than that voice actor would have been to make it sound right and natural mm-hmm. because, you know, intonation is not always the same when it comes to certain sentences. So you say something one way, mm-hmm. and but then, like, to the other person hearing it, goes, that sounds fucking weird. I'm going I'm, to have to grab the other sample of the word it from the library of every time he said it and insert that in over what the AI put in or something like that. Like, it I, probably is like that. I ran my hand across the cheek of my Vapor Eon, and I said, I'm going to turn you white. You know? <laughs> it's not that bad, but it's also that inauthentic, you know? Mm. I, I, I would feel bad if any of the stories it, I'd It's done, also authentic because we know you wouldn't pull out. Well, no, you turn them white. Oh, from the inside. Right. God. Yeah, man, get it fucking straight. I'm s- straight. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, in that case, you know, it is. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. So. AI bad. AI bad. Very bad. I want artists to continue to create big titty anime girls. I want artists to be able to make first, you know, furry shit and write their stories and all this other stuff. And. It's already hard enough to actually make a living as a writer or an artist. Yeah. Like, and they're just like, and I I literally saw the fucking um, rationalization of, well, well, not many people are making a living as an artist. Like, how many people would really be affected? Enough. And it's like, are you fucking serious? They're only making a little money? So it's no big deal if they make no money? Well, and like, not to mention that there's so many people that are not making it 
and then they would be very much not making it. Yeah. Like, that was an actual rationalization I saw from some AI fucking chud. And I'm just like, Jesus, man. Like, install empathy.exe. This is why you always have a couple of fucking humanity majors on your team when you're coming up with shit. Like, they should always have a couple of fucking 12-year-olds around when you roll out, like, a marketing slogan or something, just to see (laughs) if they giggle. There's all these games that make all this money, and it's not enough, and they're firing people, and they're replacing their jobs with AI, and it's like, this this is a, a terminal case of an industry, because... Yeah. Event, you know, when AI feeds on AI, it just produces worse slop than it's already producing. Like, you have to have fresh input, mm. and if you start just cannibalizing, that's the fucking end of creativity. Because you're only going to get this ever grayer mush out of the system. Look, obviously that's not going to dominate everything. Yeah. But when you have big companies trying to push it super hard, that affects people's creative ability across the board. Like, reputable indie games aren't going to be using AI to make their games, but these content mills that put out Furry Hitler 2, mm. you know, they're just going to slap together some Which, AI... I know you're not even fucking joking about that, because it was all those fucking furry Nazi games on what platform was Steam. it? Steam. Yeah. And it's just like, wow. I don't have a question about who greenlit this, because obviously a fucking white supremacist, but... Who at Steam approved this being here? Like, Well, they made it so that you can put pretty much anything on the platform now. There is no Steam Greenlight process anymore. They can You just throw it up there, and what happens, happens. It's actually pretty fucked up. <sighs> so are there fucking child board games on there um, now? Like... They, they very rarely do prevent like visual novels that feature underage characters. They do prevent those. Mm. But, like, you know, there's all sorts of terrible shit you know white supremacists you know i'm i'm sure that if i search for a particular acronym that people that white supremacists use that there's probably a game called that Mm -hmm. actually there was um there's a fucking kyle rittenhouse twin stick shooter so you're you're playing as him you're playing as him and you're just mowing people down and it's super fucked up and the end of every stage you have to go back to the courthouse and then you're released again because, oh no, you totally mowed down those people in self-defense. And then, like, it's a terrible game made by stupid people, but they turn it into a culture war thing. So you have this, basically, this white supremacist shooter game on, on Steam that, you know, the chuds buy because, ha we're making the libs mad, but it's a shit game. No matter how low my opinion of humanity is, you're a good friend because you can always say something to me. That will make it go lower. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> question mark. Like seriously, I did not know that game existed, well, and I'm just like, sort of like, okay, that's a thing in the world that some people are playing. But fuck. Yeah, <laughs> what do I? I don't know what to do with that information. That's just. It's fucking. God damn, you know. Yeah, I only heard about it because of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. They did a thing uh. like the gamers recently. And was like, oh wow, this is fucking awful. This is terrible. I, I would never think of that in a million fucking years. I just want to play my fucking Final Fantasies and and Grand Blue Fantasy really. I, I don't understand that type of mentality, but I'm also not a white supremacist fuckhead, so I don't know. You know, I I don't want to put myself in their shoes because their shoes suck. Yeah. You know. Sorry, faith in humanity destroyed. <laughs> you know. A few more fucking points down the line. God. 
<laughs> you know, I'd always say a lot of people are saying late stage capitalism these days that this is late stage capitalism and like and I really hope they're right about that because like I don't want to see another 200 years of this shit, you know, like it would oh be God. really nice if capitalism completely collapsed in my lifetime just so yeah. I could enjoy some time without it. Just, you know, if we could figure out how to treat each other not... If the government got us act together and started treating its citizens like they gave half a shit instead of, you know, giving bombs to Israel and, you know, <sighs> other shit like that. Yeah. You know, we, we'd probably be doing a lot better. You know, mm. we... Instead of dick-waving about the border and putting razor wire up, why don't we just, like, house and clothe the people here? Yeah. <laughs> you know, these are simple things with solutions, but that doesn't help the prison industrial complex or help us kill brown people in the Middle East. Someone pointed out that the right wing is in Texas is currently um, at the same time saying that trans health care is mutilating our children while allowing real children to get mutilated by razor wire on the border. And yeah. they think both those positions are good. It's the same situation where they're like, we're pro-life. But we'll totally force this woman to carry a pregnancy that is so non-viable that she will be sterile afterwards. And it's like, that's not pro-life and literally preventing her from actually having a child in the future. Yeah. Like, we would like to have a better world. And our government's like, nah, we don't want that. I mean, I don't want to get too despondent uh, because i often am but i mean honestly sometimes i'm just like aliens like nuke the site from orbit it's the only way to be sure like we just need to just end humanity and start over which you know honestly thanks to climate change we've probably done that yeah a few hundred more years some other creature who is super resistant to high levels of radiation will evolve and rise from our ashes and they will they will find our panties with this is not a place of honor no no good deeds were done here and printed on them and yeah i saw a post on blue sky that was like somehow in a thousand years when we're all dead a coyote will pop his head out from whatever hole <laughs> yeah come across a human skull snip it and realizing that he no longer has to fear it he will lift his leg the fitting end i think but yeah, uh, we can hope. Yeah, you know, we're we're all trying to fucking get get through the day here, right? We yeah, have yeah, yeah. families in our lives, and it's just like all this stuff that's out beyond our control. It's like Jesus Christ, what can I do? You know, I just want to live until I die, and yeah, like, and take care of my shit. You know, I want to record podcasts with my friends and read naughty stories for audiobooks and this and play video games and pet my dog and take care of my partner and my family. And it's just like, all this shit's going on. Hey, could you stop it? Like, seeing the, it's like that one thing where you're, the guy at the computer and there's fireworks going on, except in this case, it's, you know, the nightmare of reality outside the window and you just close the blinds. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm, I got, I got to worry about this stuff here. Like, right. could you stop making everything worse out there, please? Stop taking away our rights. I got to register like, for Anthrocon. Yeah, it's like, I, I just had a really good time, and now you're you're fucking, like, trying to shit up the state and cause a civil war? I don't have time for that. 
They don't have DoorDash in a civil war. <laughs> they might. They'll start delivering bullets. You know, I. It was actually funny though because speaking of my trip, I actually I went to the grocery store today mm-hmm. or yesterday, and one of the cashiers who was like, I haven't seen in a couple weeks, I'm like, oh, there you are, I hadn't seen you in a bit. Where you at? And I was like, I went to Grand Canyon and showed them some photos. And they're like, oh shit, that's really cool. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where yeah. it's like that's the kind of shit I want to deal with. I want to be like, hey, I. But someone notices I hadn't been around, asks where I've been, I get to yeah. show them photos of my trip. You know, that's the kind of positive impact, you know, that you leave a good impression on someone that they notice you're not around. Right, you yeah. Know, that's the type of shit that you want rather than like, ah, oh, you know, there's that weirdo over there who, you know, never, who buys a lot of groceries but only is ever by themselves. What's their deal? It's like, no, you just... Sorry, I just, I had kind of a sad memory there. Uh, um uh, my mom always went into the bank to do all of her banking. She didn't do it online. Uh-huh. And uh, I remember when I went into the bank uh, to close out her account and I had to tell the teller that she passed away. And she remembered my mom because she came in there pretty regularly and was seemed genuinely upset that she had passed away. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, Sorry to bring the mood down. Well, it just popped into my talk, head. This to... is not a positive episode. It's fine. <laughs> it's one of those things, like, that's what you want to do, though. Like, to, to be, you know, sort of a call to action. Be the kind of person, when you're out in your day-to-day, that when you're, you know, if you go someplace frequently enough, the people remember you for good reason. Like, well, that you're nice. we that... covered this a couple months ago when he died, but basically, don't be Henry Kissinger. Yeah. Don't live a life in such a way that people are like, well, thank God that fucker finally died. You yeah. know? I don't want... I won't be around to hear it, but I don't want people to say that when I die. They're like, oh, thank fuck Fuzz is dead. He was just... He was ruining the fandom or some whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, don't live your life like that. You know? well, try to try to be nice to other people. Try to, like, you know, the people you interact with on the day-to-day and... You know, that's the type of impact that I want to have. I want random strangers to notice I've not been around and then ask how I'm doing. That was nice. That's nice. Yeah. It's, it's validating. It feels good that you're a, enough of a positive person and you're nice enough to the cashiers that they're like, oh, hey, man, how you been? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely just don't be a shit to service people. Workers oh, is, is like, definitely a big part of that. And it's not even like the fake friendliness. Stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. I've been shopping at this same grocery store for like a decade. Like I've seen a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. And I always try to be nice to them. Like, yeah, obviously be nice to service, service industry people. But, you know, a little goes a long way. It really does. You know, not being a dick, you know, it's, it's my goal. Is I never want to be the reason that someone has a bad day at their job. Right. You know, yeah. if, if someone messes up a burger, I'm just like, hey, sorry, this is fucked up, but, you know, could you just fix it? And I'm not going to get mad at them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, it's, it's easy shit. Yeah. You know, like, I can recognize sometimes I'm on a shorter fuse and, like, with the dread returning with my dad in the hospital, mm-hmm. I've recognized that I'm on a shorter fuse, but I can't take that out on other people, right? Right. Adam still's got to sniff when he's out walking. I still got to be nice to the person at Whataburger. I still got to deal with the pharmacist at CVS or whatever. And mm-hmm. that's not, like, if I'm having a bad time, it's not their fault, and I can't take that out on them. Yeah. So I want to continue being a positive customer interaction 
because everybody else is having their own struggles, you know? But I do have to say, the closest Whataburger and CVS to us are fucking awful. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> suck ass. Um, I think in the Whataburger's case, though, is that um, the managers are assholes. Because uh, I've heard them, like, yelling, yelling. At, yeah. at the employees. I don't go to the one and, off of Frankfurt. Yeah, and I can only imagine that... Like, the people working there are always different. And I just think that people are like, fuck this. I'm not putting up with this guy yelling at me for fucking bullshit. You know, middle finger, finger guns, I'm out. Well, not even that. I was like dialing it back to the shitification of stuff. Whataburger <laughs> got purchased by some Chicago-based venture capital firm. Oh, fuck, really? A while back. So they're trying to take the, the brand nationwide. Yeah. And so their prices have gone up and their service quality has gone down. And their actual Ugh. staffing has gone down. So, yes, VC is fucking up Whataburger. So let me tell you a little horror story on an unrelated sort uh-huh. of related topic. Um, so... I read this article today. There was, a few years ago, a primarily um, feminist website that wrote articles. It, it closed down. Few, no, uh, Hairpin, it was called. Okay. Uh, it wasn't one I'd heard of okay, before either. So, you know, it just, apparently it was just quite a quite a natural thing. Like, they couldn't afford to keep doing it. Um, and they said, the person being interviewed about this after the fact was like, there's not usually an orderly shutdown for like companies and websites and journalistic endeavors that go under. So yeah, somebody made a mistake. They let the domain name lapse. Ooh. And this is a domain name that has a shitload of link backs. It was very popular in its time. It was one of the first to do certain things and had very engaging articles. Some fucking scammy dickhead bought the domain name and now the website is entirely AI written articles with fake men's names on all the articles where it had previously been a feminist website. You know, the the person they're interviewing was like, yeah, I had to, I was talking to my friends. I was like, boy, doesn't it feel great that like all that work we did in our 20s is just fucking gone? Oh, yeah. Like, all those articles are gone. Nobody can read them anymore. You see it linked from somewhere, it'll take you to this AI-generated shithole. Uh-huh. And, the, and this dude is just using to generate income from the clicks and all the ads that he's installed on it. Basically, it's just like they nailed the corpse of the website to a stick and are jiggling it around like a puppet. Yeah. And so, like, oh, I remember that website back in the day, and they go to it, and it's, you know, and it's 37 like, things to make your man's penis explode in bed. And it's, like, 12 things in a list. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Stick his dick in a blender. Yeah. <laughs> you know, dynamite. I mean, well, yeah, that'll make it explode, but maybe not in the way you intended. See, because AIs don't understand content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could do that. Not if it's stiff. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. Ah. Again, this would make his dick explode. Yeah, I didn't know you meant bend at 90 degrees, like, in the middle. <laughs> Just Jesus. <laughs> Although, apparently, though, you know, and this is interesting to me, anyway, uh, some penis havers cannot actually, like, it's held very tightly against their belly. Like, they cannot actually push it out or hold no, it straight sucks. forward. Yeah, there's a Not particular... Me. me neither. <laughs> uh, but there's a particular ligament in the 
um, anatomy of in the, the penis. Area. It, it, yeah, in the cock area. Uh, the if it is too tight, it's the one that is like you know how like you can stand there with an erection and your dick will point straight out instead of just down. Down. Oh. Yeah, it's a ligament that allows it to do that. But sometimes oh. if that ligament is too tight, it'll just hug your belly like like a dog's. Weird. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I had not encountered that, but like you know, human body is fucked up and horrible. So you know, we learn new things every day. Yep. Oh, what a delightful episode, guys. <laughs> you know, AI and our government doing shit and everything, and here we are. It's fucking ten thirty at night. <laughs> at least it's not raining. Like actually, you know, we're sitting in the solarium, and it was raining earlier pretty loudly, and it was really nice. Like, yeah. Just yeah. The rain on the the sunroof. It, it was it was nice. Yeah. So like you know, this is a nice room to just vibe in. Kind of is when yeah. it's when it's raining. <laughs> Actually, uh, you know, Tira and I will do that occasionally. Like when it's raining, we we'll just sit in here, turn the lights off. We have sort of ambient light coming from the living room and uh, read a book or whatever. Just listen to the rain or yeah, I've read I've read books in here occasionally. But I'll always also use my library a lot for that. That's cool. So to, to end things on a positive note. Um, you know, next week is Harmony Con. Mm-hmm. There will be horses. We'll see how that goes. Boners, Maybe. hugs, and Harmony Con. Yeah. <laughs> I still think that they're cleaving to the PG at most. Even though I got Glacier Clear as an artist that's vending at the con, which is kind of odd. I'm confused. I don't know. Oh, they're, just, they're an artist that does a lot of adult stuff. Oh, but okay. I hadn't uh, paid attention to them recently, so I was like, oh, did they, they, did they do clean stuff to too? Pony stuff? Oh. And I was like, they had done some pony stuff. They had a like sleepy OC character that they drew being sleepy all over the place. Uh-huh. It was cute, mm-hmm. but I was just like, wait a minute, they're vending. Did they do a lot of horse stuff recently? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like it's it's a pony con, and so you know we'll see. Gonna be Hawk at my parents' wares, so it's jewelry and hats and maybe some tie dye if we get lucky. Mm. But fan nerds love that shit, so yes. You know, they're going to be there, hopefully be at Fiesta, if everything, you know, goes well. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see about that, because I can't help, I can help them vend at HarmonyCon, but I can't help them at Fiesta, I'm kind of occupied. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that is future Severance <laughs> problem. Let's fly your sister down from Canada and be like, you have to run this table. She would rather die. <laughs> yeah. That's not how she yeah. would want to spend a vacation. Like, period. She wouldn't come to Texas given the option. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't blame her. Uh, so, uh, Harmony Con is next week, so we won't be recording then. So if you're local and attending Harmony Con, come see Saverin in the dealer's room. Yeah, you can you can be like, hey. Tie-dye and treasures. Yep. I think it's actually just listed as uh, Sandy on the map. <laughs> because, like, okay. they put in the thing, but they're like, I don't remember who did it, but they put my old horse fandom name in there. So, that's exciting. They're like, oh, what's this person doing? And they're expecting me to have, like, I don't know, old Nightmare bullshit. And I was like, I don't have any of that anymore. I've got my, like, my awards and my thank you pins and all this other stuff, but it's, like, not, mm-hmm. like, oh, I have a box of old con books lurking in my closet or something. <laughs> I just bring a box like, hey, this was the Lost and Found. It's like seven years old at this point. You know? <laughs> I'm going to dig through it. It's if anyone lost anything at Nightmare Nights in 2012 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is from 2015. It's like one arm, forearm warmer that's striped. So if you're like a, a candy goth that needs a single purple striped 
arm warmer, come <laughs> by the table and I'm not going to have it. <laughs> I'll have some other shit you can buy. But no, I don't have any of that nonsense anymore. Yeah, HarmonyCon next week and then Fiesta in less than two months, Jesus Christ. You know, it's 2024 starting with a bang and we're going to mm-hmm. do our best to bang our way across these cons. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing folks at Fiesta because mm-hmm. we got cool shit planned for that on my end. You know, gaming tournaments and the para para things coming back and I'm going to have new consoles mm-hmm. with new games that are nice and shiny and fast. You know, I'm going to have some classic games as well. You know, we're, it's going to be a lot of higher end stuff. And, you know, I, I don't have the budget of FWA, but I do think I run a very good game room. Mm-hmm. and that's like my thing i yeah. think we run one of the best game rooms in the convention scene the one that i've been to so you know i'm gonna pat myself on the back for that one Woo! you know so looking forward to that looking forward to having everybody come and enjoy and play the game the games like yeah i'm looking forward to putting on another good year of the game room up on my wizard tower on 37 <laughs> and that's where people can find me there and I'll be in the vendor hall at HarmonyCon. I make myself very easy to find at conventions. <laughs> like, I mean, at FC, I had my uh, Poke- Pokemon partner in Pokemon Go set up as Fur Planet at FC. Nice. So that, like, if someone was like, oh, right, I need to go find them so I could do a lucky trade, mm-hmm. I, I'm Fur Planet at FC, you know, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I did actually run into somebody who, I did a lucky trade with somebody. Mm-hmm. Because they came by the table. And I, was like, hey, I, I recognize your name. Is this you? And I showed them my phone. I'm like, oh, that's me. And I was like, fantastic. Let's do a lucky trade. And I stepped up, stepped by the booth and, you know, did it. And, you know, it was fine. Great. I think I lucky traded them. A shi- I got a shiny Gudra. So that was cool. 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 For, if you're a Pokemon fan, that means something to you. I'm just like, cool. You got a cool thing that you wanted. I know shinies are... Rarer than yeah. normal Pokemon. They you look know? like a vanilla gummy bear. It's kind of cute. Oh. Well, they're coloration. The name's Vanilla. They, <laughs> they look like a vanilla flavored thing. Nice. And they're nice. like a goo dragon. And their goo is purple. They're purple flavored. Anyways, why don't we wrap this up? Because we're at an hour on the raw. And I will edit this down. And we can go about our day. Because again, I have to wake up early in the morning so I can go meet uh, the quartermaster. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so, furplanet.com. Buy some books. Buy some books, man. Bad.books.com. Buy some ebooks. You can also go to patreon.com slash southpodcast and give us some money. Southpodcast. Podcast, yes. You we know. didn't lose one in the war. Yeah, if you, if you appreciate our bullshit and want to give us some money, we'd like that. It's cool. Money's great. It helps us fund our bullshit to a degree. You can also find us in the Telegram fan chat, or you can find me in Chiba. And... You know, it's over 200 people. We hang out, we chat, we share porn. It's a good time. And later this year, hopefully, we'll uh, yeah, we'll have more good stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. We're surviving against all odds. Yay. Yeah, like the Phil Collins song. Staying alive. Wait, no. No. Against all odds. Oh. <laughs> Take okay. a look at me now. <laughs> Take a look at me now, you fuckers. I'm... Still surviving. I don't know the song at all. So I'm just like, winging it. Yeah. God, that that was awful. Um, yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's me, baby. So on that note, good night. And bye, books.